Uh, so, my message for today, uh, I, I really struggled to, to, get a, to, get, to get a title for this message. Uh, but I just felt the Holy Spirit asking me this morning, where, where, where are the Moseses and Joshuas of this generation? Our God is consistent, very consistent. The Bible describes him as being the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is mighty and awesome. He created all the world by himself. Spoke the earth into motion. And the earth is being suspended and sustained in the universe in its place by his word. He means what he says and he says what he means. He is clothed with zeal to see that whatever he says comes to pass. He has never lost a battle. But the lenses through which we view him will greatly determine the quality of life that we exhibit, that we, that we live. He has a system that has been tried and tested, and this system works each time. The Bible says when he shows up, there's that song that when he shows up, darkness, darkness flees. He's God, he's good. There is nothing that he cannot do. I just want to tell you, God is big. God is awesome. God is mighty. There is no virus that can stop him. He's been here. Amen? He's been here. The Bible calls him, the Bible says he's the rock of all ages. Yeah? He's the rock of all ages. But you know, yeah? He gave himself up and then he died. And when he died on the third day, he rose again. And this, that song was saying death itself could not handle him. It could not contain him. It had to let him go because you know, he's too big. His life itself, yeah? That is the kind of God that we serve. And I just pray that by the end of today, yeah? By the end of the day, by the end of today, after, I, I, after we will invite people, people that are, people that, people that have different difficulties, people that have diseases, that have people, people where the doctors have said nothing, you know, there's not, there's so little that we can do. Come and we pray. Come, come, come and we pray. Come and let, come and let God deal with this issue. There is nothing that He cannot do. The Bible says He is the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for Him? No. No, 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 no. He is too powerful and he has all authority. So I pray that by the end of today that I am able to present him in a way that magnifies him and does not belittle him in any way. One of the things the Holy Spirit told me, the Holy Spirit is not an author of confusion. If you find confusion in a place, ask yourself, where is the unity where is the unity? Where is the unity that the Lord, the Lord commanded? The Bible says the Lord will command a blessing where there is unity. That is what he said. He said, behold how pleasant, how pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. So if we want to be victorious and we want to be blessed, strive for unity, strive for unity. And the Lord will put a seal of approval on all your efforts. For he says in his word, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. I find myself expressing myself so passionately. And sometimes I'll, I'll be the first to pray the loudest in the room. 
I don't do it to be heard by everyone, but sometimes I find that I need to stir up someone to pray. And I hope it does. And I encourage them to pray. If I try another way, I find myself that I'm a bit miserable. <laughs> and someone was saying, we are different. We are different, you know. We are different. So we are God, God you know, we, we, all, we, are, we, are, we are all a part of the body of Jesus Christ. So, so, some of us, some of us, you know, some of us have, uh, you know, some of us have a personality where we talk too much. And some people, they just like to sit and see what is happening. And the Lord made us all. He's beautiful. Yeah? The Bible says he makes all things beautiful in, you know, in, in season. And he crowns the year with beauty. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. So I, yeah, so I celebrate God in my own unique way. Yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's a principle that says every individual is unique, unique with their own capabilities and capacities. But the Lord is good. He, he created us all. So I asked myself, yeah, one time I asked myself, Lord, why do I have to, why do I, I find I have to be loud, yeah? I'm like, Lord, even me I want to be, even me I want to be quiet like other people, yeah? When I pray, yeah, when I pray, I like, I do a lot of deliverances. I say, Lord, why do I, why do I have to shout and say, demon, come out in the name of Jesus? Why can I not say, get out in Jesus' name? And then it goes, yeah, you know? There are some people that, yeah, so, so the Lord told me, the Lord told me, take it easy. Take it easy, yeah? He told me, you're a soldier, you're a soldier, and, they are, they, and you have not got to those ranks. When you get general, yeah? When you make general, you'll come to the room and say, in Jesus' name, you know, and people will be set free. So I strive that I get to that place. But until then, yeah, as a soldier of a lower rank, as a corporal, yeah? I take my place, yeah? I take my place and, uh, and I will, you know, shout, yeah, and, and I, until, until maybe one day, yeah, the Lord makes me like Smith Wigglesworth, yeah, and, and you know, like, and I show up, yeah, and that's where we are. The Bible says in, in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, it says, sing that we are surrounded by such a multitude of witnesses. In Hebrews 11, it had been talking about the generals of faith. It says, let us lay aside everything, everything that so easily entangles us and, and, and keeps us from going straight forward. Let's run Let's run, let's run towards the race that has been set for us, looking to Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. Amen. And if, and, yeah, and if we take our eyes off Jesus, if you find that you are in a place where you where it's so easy for you to be offended, if you find you're in a place where you're struggling so much and you're within the Christian community, you know, you know, ask yourself, why? Why? And let the Lord, you know, let the Lord deal with it. Could it be that you're taking your eyes off the Lord Jesus Christ? Because the Bible says that when we take our eyes off him, we get tired, we get weary in the mind. We get weary in the mind. So look to Jesus. I encourage every one of you, look to Jesus. Man will let you down, you know. I will tell you, I'll tell you this today, yeah? And I, and I could tell you that tomorrow because I am man, yeah? Because I'm man. But God is consistent. When he says something, it will come to pass. He will never, he will never let us down. The kind of the Lord that we serve. Amen. So. Where are the Moseses and the Joshuas of this generation? Scripture reading from Joshua chapter 1. We shall be reading from Joshua chapter 1 and then Joshua chapter 7. Uh, because because, it, it can, because it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's quite time consuming, 
I, Joshua chapter 1. I want to, uh, I'll, be, I'll be preaching between 1 and 7. I might not even get to 7, depending on how the Holy Spirit will, uh, will, will permit me. But uh, we'll, be, we'll, we'll be going through the book of Joshua, just, just a few of the first chapters. The book of Joshua starts by talking about his mentor, Moses. But Deuteronomy chapter 34 highlights a few truths about, about Moses. And even Joshua chapter 1 also talks about Moses. First of all, it first introduces him as the servant of God. The servant of the Lord. He had earned this title. This is no easy title. Which means that if you had an argument with Moses and you are before the Lord, you are most likely going to, use, to lose. If you had an argument, yeah, and you, you know, you, 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 and you go and you're like, no, this and this and this, and, and, and you feel you are, you, you know, you, you, you're in the truth, it was very likely you were going to lose this argument or battle. People say that God does not have favorites, but Moses would disprove this statement on any day. Let's find out why. If you doubt me, Read the book of Numbers chapter 12. Moses marries a Cushite woman. And his fellow servants of God, Miriam, his sister, and Aaron, his brother, begin to gossip about him. They begin to gossip about him. Did Moses inquire of the Lord? Does God not speak to us as well? That's what they said. Because he had married a Cushite woman. And according to their tradition, yeah, you know, they were supposed to marry within the Israelites, what? The, within the Israelite tribe. And they were prophets. They were prophets of God. God had been speaking. Miriam was a prophetess. Aaron was a man of God, a prophet in his own right. And Moses, who was above them, who was, who was supposed to take care of them and lead them, into the promised land. They had seen God do so many miracles, wonders, signs, and they were here saying, why? Why, is, why did he marry the Cushite woman? God, God tells us as well. That's what they said. And they were correct in their own, you know, like in their own, in their own right. Does not God speak to us as well? But then God shows up. God shows up in a cloud to settle this dispute once and for all. Then he asks, when I speak to a prophet, do I not do so in dreams and visions? But this is not the case with Moses. I speak to him face to face. I speak to him face to face, not in riddles. I speak to him very clearly. He sees the form of God. Why are you not afraid to talk about him like this? And Miriam was struck by leprosy right there and then. The Bible says she, she turned and she was, she was as white as snow. And yet she was, she was a prophetess. And God used to speak to her. And Moses was her brother. And Aaron was right here. He was Moses' big brother. Uh, you know, I was reading today and they, and they said he was about three years, three years older than Moses. More eloquent than Moses could ever speak. And I think they thought they knew who they were dealing with. Yeah? They thought they knew who they were dealing with. And they were like, no. Aaron, I think Aaron was going like, I know, I know you're, you're my little brother. I know you, so why are you doing this? Even God does speak to me. And 
all of a sudden they are in trouble. This opened up the eyes of Aaron and he cried to Moses, Please, my Lord, do not hold this against us for we have committed a sin. All of a sudden, his young brother becomes the Lord. He now calls him the what? The Lord. He calls him the Lord. So at this time, he realized he was not dealing with a normal human being. He was dealing with the version of God. A version of God. When the Lord was sending him to Pharaoh, he said, I am sending you to Pharaoh as a God. So the question is, where is the Moses? Where is the Moses of this generation? And it's possible for the Lord to take us there. He was not a mere man. He had sought the Lord so much that he had a portion of God about him. Now people that looked down on him were calling him, my Lord, forgive. Now all of a sudden he had the ability to forgive their sins. Yet they were fellow prophets. Moses was 120 years. Moses was 120 years when he died. But his eyes were not weak. Nor was his strength gone. He still had his strength. He still had his sight. He didn't have glasses. Amen? What kind of man was this? But he had sought God. There was something that he knew about his God. To prove what the scriptures say, they say that they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. What a man of God. The Bible says, since then, no prophet has ever risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. God told Moses, speak to the rock. Moses hit the rock, and the, and the Lord was not very amused. He said, you are still my servant, but you are going to have to obey what I'm telling you. And because of that, the man did not make it to the promised land. Still the man of God, but he did not make it to the promised land. So when God has an agenda, the agenda of God has to be bigger than all our personal ambitions. He's a big God. He's a wonderful God. And he wants to do all these beautiful things. But we must follow his commands. We must follow what he's telling us to do. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all your ways, he said. And trust not in your own ways. Uh, remember that verse I said, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. So as this is happening, as this is happening, we get to Jericho. And I'm going to, I, I, yeah, I'm going to finish with Jericho because I feel the time is, time is really running out, yeah. We get to encounter Rahab, Rahab the prostitute who repents and therefore is able to save her life and the life of, the, and the life of all her family. That were, that, uh, and the life of all her family that were present with her at the time when Jericho was conquered. The spies got to tell Joshua how surely the Lord had delivered, had delivered the land into the hands of Israel because fear had gripped the entire land. Just to let you know that the battle, that, that a, battle first, a battle not won first in the spirit realm will never be won in the physical. 
every battle has to be won in the spirit realm for it to be for it to be won in the physical that's why it is so important for us to live a life of prayer and for us to be meditating on the word of god one of the common miracles those days was the miracle of the division of the waters so the people would cross on dry, on, on dry ground. It happened when the Israelites were crossing the Red Sea with Moses. It happened when the Israelites were crossing the Jordan. The Jordan. That time they were crossing the Jordan to go and take over Jericho. Even then, the Bible says that the Lord God of, the, of, of heaven and earth set his foot on, on Jordan and all the waters, all the waters separated. And the children of Israel crossed on dry ground. And as they were crossing, and as they were crossing, this is what happened. Joshua, the Lord told Joshua to give them an instruction. He said, get 12 men from the 12 tribes of Israel. Let each of them pick a stone. Each of them were to pick a stone. And this stone, and, and these stones were to be given to Joshua. And they were to be kept as a memorial. So that in future, they would tell the children of, the, of this wonder that the Lord had done. Elijah had Elijah, when Elijah was about to be taken by the chariots, he also, you know, the waters had to divide. And when the, and when the anointing came upon Elisha, his servant, Elisha was coming back from, where, from, from, where, from, where, from, from wherever Elijah was. The waters had also departed, and the waters had to depart here so that the children would go. And they were supposed to keep stones as a memorial. It's very, very, very important, and I'm finishing here. Very important for us to be able to remember the things that the Lord has done for us. Because when you remember, they can help you face your current situation. Amen? They, they will help you face your current situations. When I'm in this place, if I'm praying, and I have a situation that is so hard, that is so hard, you know, there's that song that says, count your blessings, name them one by one. It will surprise you what the Lord has done. You, you, we have to remember, we have to remember to count our blessings. It shows that we are grateful for what the Lord has done. So when I find a situation that is so hard, I remember of the time I was, I was going to work, and a very, and a very audible voice, a very audible voice whispered in my ear, you're going to die. Whispered death into my ear. And as I, and I, I went to work, and as I finished in the morning, I was riding my bike very fast. A car came out of nowhere. Nowhere. And I fell to the ground head first. Head first. I was supposed to die that day. But I had big earphones. I was only saved by big earphones that I had that very moment. They went in two pieces, nothing. I woke up without a scratch, looked around, and I went. So right now, when I'm faced with a situation, I will remember, I take that stone. I take that stone and I say, Lord, remember, I remember. I remember. I remember when, 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 when we went, when we went, when we went not very long ago, yeah, we, we, we went for street evangelism. I prayed for a man. I prayed, he was a satanist. And I was telling him, God bless you at the end of the prayer. And he said, Lucifer, bless you. God bless you. Lucifer, bless you. He was cursing me. And as I was going down a slope, yeah, I was going down a slope. I, you know, I didn't see where, I didn't see that there was a car parked. I was going to run into it and die. And some force, a force picked me from the road and put me on the pavement. 
when I was supposed to die and the Lord said, no, it's not your time. Amen. So I picked that stone up and I carried it and I said it was the Lord, it was the Lord who saved me. I remember of the time when my three months old boy swallowed a big plastic, you know, a big, a, a big piece of plastic and they took him to the hospital after one week, going into the second week and he would cough and the doctor said it would come out and it would not come out and they called the expatriates, they, they called the experts and the experts said his body is so small we cannot take it out we can't take it out and all we could see we didn't know we didn't know where to do and we called on the name of the lord and god sent his angels and they performed an operation and the doctors couldn't find the piece of plastic i picked that stone and i raised it up and that is the god that we serve we serve a mighty god we serve a living god so i don't know where you are yeah i don't know where you are at in your life i don't know if you're if you have fear of coronavirus i remember of the time when i was struck down by the coronavirus my wife was sick my two children were sick i was coughing blood i was sneezing blood from everywhere I, and i could only afford quarter a breath yeah and the voice came to me and said whoever calls upon the name of the lord shall be saved and i started calling upon the name of jesus calling upon the name of jesus and i could breathe and i realized that the name of jesus was my only ticket to breathing that is why i believe in a living god that is why i believe in a god that does miracles is there anything that is too hard for you is it for, for our god there is nothing we serve a living god so i pick up that stone and again i put it up with all eyes closed with all eyes closed holy spirit of the living god we thank you we worship you and we give you all the glory you are a God that does miracles. There is nothing that you cannot do, my God. When our backs were against the wall, it was you that came, my God. So there are people in this place, my God, people that are suffering, people that have diseases, that have been, that, that have been tormented. But right now, in the name of Jesus, we command every demon, live right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We, come, we speak to every disease, live right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We speak to every, to every spirit of infirmity, pack your bags and go right now in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of the Lord upon the children of the living God. We plead the blood of the Lord. The blood of the Lord, the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth. Holy Spirit of the living God, would you start to move? We come against every spirit of doubt. Every spirit of doubt. Leave the children of the Lord right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Fear, depression, and anxiety has no place. Has no place. It has to live right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, every disease has to bow before the name of the Lord because the word of the Lord says he was given a name that is high above every other name that are the sound of the name of Jesus. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess of the things in heaven and those on earth and those under earth that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And before we invite people to pray, before we invite people to come for prayer, if you are here and you know you have never given your life to Jesus, I'd like to give you the opportunity. These signs and wonders and miracles that we are taking, that we are talking about, this God, this God wants to take you to the promised land, but the journey begins when you stand and say, Lord, I surrender my life to you. Don't worry about your neighbor. And as I've been speaking, if you say you are, you know, 
you know you've been speaking to me. I want to know that God. I want to give you a chance. Just raise up your hand. Raise your hand slowly. You're not going to thank you. The Lord sees that hand. Thank you. If there is anyone here that would love to give their lives to Jesus, I want to give you a chance not to, be, not to embarrass you. And if you don't feel very comfortable, just, just repeat this prayer after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. I believe that you came to take away my sin. Remove my name from the book of death. Write it in the book of life. Accept me as your child today. I give you all my weaknesses. I give you my strength. Come and be the landlord of my heart. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. God bless you, Polly. Bless you. Amen. You know why we're just in this nice, gentle, spirit-filled room? We want to pray for everybody today, but firstly, I think I'd like to do a, a call. If you feel you've been touched or you needed correcting today on what you've heard in this church, and you want to come and pray and you want to confess something, we want to pray over you for that. Any Anything that Polly's um, just spoke about today, if you want to get rid of something and you want to say, Lord, I want to change, I want to move and adjust, I want to pick up that stone in my life and start afresh. If you want to do that, just come up now. If you just need prayer, we'll pray for you later on. But anything just for now, just for five minutes, anything that's really touched you that you feel you need, to move forward you want to draw a line and cross it today and say lord i need you in my life i want to get rid of all that sin i want to get rid of all that rubbish that rebellion whatever it might be you come and tell us and we'll pray for you yeah